0: Welcome to the podcast, Guiding the Perplexed. This is Saul Weinreb, and it is a huge honor and privilege to be able to teach and discuss the very important classic work of Jewish philosophy (laughs) written by one of the greatest minds Judaism has ever known. One of the most important historical and philosophical figures in the history of Judaism and that is, of course, the Rambam, as he is known in Hebrew by his acronym, and Maimonides, as he is known in English. It would be impossible to overstate the importance of the impact Maimonides has had on the Jewish religion and the Jewish people in terms of his important halachic works, his commentaries on on the Mishnah, and through his philosophical contributions, his letters, his leadership during the time that he was a leader, and this most important book that we are going to study together, The Guide of the Perplexed. The Rambam wrote this book, The Guide of the Perplexed, in Judeo-Arabic, which is the Arabic which was spoken in his time, the Arabic which, the, which was the language that was um, uh, the, uh, the language of the intelligentsia of the time. Um, in the Arabic world in which the Rambam lived and functioned, Judeo-Arabic is a Jewish form of Arabic um, which uh, was written in Hebrew letters. This, the, even in the Rambam's lifetime, it was already understood that in order for all Jews around the world to benefit from this work, it would need to be translated into Hebrew, which is the language that Jew, of Jewish scholarship. And during the Rambam's lifetime, it was already translated into Hebrew with the Rambam's approval by Shmuel Ibn Tibbon, so that the Jews of Spain, the Jews of Europe, and the rest of the world would also be able to benefit from this incredible work. There, uh, Without going into all the details, there are many problems and issues with Ibn Tibbon's translation, most of which Ibn Tibbon himself acknowledged. His style of translation was not very readable. Um, he tried to be so accurate that he would translate it word for word, which on one level is kind of more accurate, but it was also very difficult to read. So that Hebrew translation, which was the one used by Jewish scholars for hundreds of years uh, in Europe and in the Mediterranean, um, was um, somewhat, um, was difficult, was challenging. So um, in more recent times, uh, there has been the, Trend: a scholarly trend to go back to the original manuscript. Scholars that are familiar with Judeo-Arabic in modern times to go back and retranslate it into uh, languages that are spoken today. And um, there are there are several of these. Uh, the the two main ones that I am using one is the Hebrew translation of Rabbi Yosef Kapach, which was um, which he translated into modern Hebrew in the 1970s and the other is uh, by Shlomo Pines this was published by the University of Chicago Press in the 1960s where he translated into English now the modern Hebrew Kapach version and the English Pines version are obviously both excellent in their own right um, but they they, they also use scholarly language. So the point of today, uh, of this lecture series of the book of, uh, of of the Rambam is to bring it into modern terms in, in the, so that <coughs> you and I, the non-intellectuals, the non-academics can understand and feel what the Rambam is saying in this incredible work. The Rambam, although, he has a very elitist attitude, as we will see as we go through this book. He also did address much of this book to the general population, despite his own saying that he's not doing that, but he does do that, and we will we will understand this, this um, interesting dichotomy as we go through the book, and we see that there's so much value in here for the very intellectually minded and highly educated folk, plus for the simple folk like me and you and I. And now when I've talked to the simple folk like you and I, I want to say a few things so that you can, uh, by way of introduction, and you can understand why this book is so important today. The bottom line of this book, the Perplexions <laughs> that the Ramam is dealing with is the fact that we all learn and study and become educated in the ways of the world, assuming that you are, assuming that you have some form of education, different people at different levels in different fields. But we get educated, we learn, we read, and we absorb ideas, philosophies, um, scientific knowledge, historical knowledge. We absorb all of this from the world around us. And then we open the Torah. And we find things in the Torah that contradict or seem to be very much uh, not in sync with the values and scientific knowledge and so on that that we have absorbed into our systems from the world. And then we have to deal with these contradictions and issues. The, this book is a book about the perplexed, those that take the Torah, believe in the Torah. We want, we, we look to the Torah for guidance in our spiritual and lives, but we find places where it just doesn't seem to go. There are verses and chapters and so on. The Ramam deliberately does not provide the answer. Sometimes he does provide answers and he shows us how to reconcile these issues. But remember, the problems that the Rambams were dealing with, was dealing with was not exactly the same as the problems that you and I deal with today in 2021. You and I might deal with the issues of age of the universe or, or uh, evolution versus creationism or, or other types of Places where, and ethical problems, things that that where the Torah says things that contradict our understanding of what's ethical, what's right. Um, there are many cases where we look at the Torah, and then we're struck with a choice: we can reject the Torah, or we can reject the scientific knowledge, or we can try to find some way to muddle through this problem, this these contradictions. The Rambam presents us a path of muddling through these contradictions and problems, a path that leaves both our intellectual integrity intact and our spirituality and belief in God and His Torah intact as well. Does He provide all the answers? Absolutely not. But He provides us a path, and that is why this book is so important. So my style in this podcast is going to be that... I am going to be reading in English because the Rambam this book was originally written in Arabic. I'm I'm not and so I'm not, I can't read the Rambam's original text because I don't know medieval Judeo Arabic. And I presume neither does the overwhelming majority of our listenership. Even those that may actually speak Arabic wouldn't even know the Rambam's form of Judeo Arabic. So um what I'm going to do is I'm using the two translations that I mentioned, Kapach and Pines, and I am going to repeat the Rambam's words in a um, modern English and in almost in a and to the extent that I can in a conversational way, in a way where I teach the Rambam's lessons um, the way I see and understand them. Now, obviously, you're listening to this through through um my filter through the filter of what i'm reading but i'm giving you my sources these two sources which are as close to the original text as you can get and feel free at any time of course and please do so to go ahead and go back to these texts the pines text and the kapach text because i i'm going to pick and choose from sometimes i'll emphasize the way kapach approaches things sometimes the way pines approaches things um and you feel free to look and if you, if you think I misinterpreted or misstated something, you're welcome to obviously form your own opinions and ideas. This is how uh, this um, podcast is going to be structured. The next podcast is going, I'm going to start with the letter, the dedicatory epistle, the letter which the Rambam wrote to his student Rabbi Yosef, who ostensibly, this, 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 um, this book was written for him. The Rambam wrote this book for Rabbi Yosef as a guide, and he was the perplexed one. Um, so he wrote a short letter to his student, and there's a lot we can learn from this letter, and that is what we are going to start with when we begin this new um, Thank you so much for joining me and I'm really looking forward to studying Maimonides together with you.